Hello everyone and welcome back to the Eva Partridge Fitness Podcast. So I've decided that today's episode is going to be on the question, can you build muscle without gaining body fat? And I've chosen this topic today because I've had this conversation quite a few times now in the past week alone with my clients and also um, some of my followers on Instagram and they've all been women. And I want to address it because as a coach, I really want to encourage more women to focus on building muscle and not consistently chasing fat loss or being as small as we can be. But it's easier said than done. And all I wish I could say to people, you know, just get comfortable with the fat gain. It's fine. It's temporary. Realistically, that's easier said than done. So I want to talk about whether we can focus on building whilst minimizing and mitigating fat gain. So I think this worry comes from the term bulking, um, which I think is a really poor term for a fat loss, uh, sorry, muscle building phase not fat loss at all it's the opposite so there's this idea that you're going to get bulky you're going to put on a lot of body fat if you want to build muscle and we see people do this on instagram a lot especially competitors where they swing quite a lot from their competing lean physiques to their slightly bigger bulkier off-stage off-season physiques so we have this idea in our head that to build muscle you have to go quite aggressive with it and put on a lot of body fat and that is not the case um so i'm going to talk you through how you could potentially build muscle whilst minimizing fat gain in this podcast. I will outright just say there is no way to go into a calorie surplus and build muscle effectively whilst absolutely minimizing fat gain altogether. There will be an element of fat gain there, but it can be minimal. It doesn't have to be major. And and that's what I want to talk you through today. I want to talk you through the practicalities of it and give you a few action points of how you might actually want to go around doing that. And I want to hopefully encourage more of you guys listening, which I presume is more women than men because more women follow me. But I'm hoping to encourage you to think about entering a muscle building phase. So like I said, in an ideal world, we'd just be comfortable with the fat gain. Um, But that's not the case for the majority of us. So I'm going to address a few things about muscle building first, then I'm going to address that fat gain side of things. So just to talk about muscle building and really boil it down, it is getting rid of the the nuance here, but I just want to address two main things. So to build muscle, it requires a stimulus and that stimulus comes from your training. So we have to challenge our muscles to give them a reason to build. And without a sufficient stimulus, they have no reason to adapt, no reason to grow, get stronger, etc. And to do that, we need what is called mechanical tension. And that's what we create when we're lifting heavy and close to failure. And that is the main driver of muscle growth in the gym. So that's what you need training wise, but this podcast will more be on the nutrition side of things. And then outside of that, in the gym stimulus, the muscle requires an energy surplus to grow and build. So we need a surplus of energy available for our body to create new mass. So it's new muscle mass we want. So hopefully with that being said, you can see why it is challenging to build muscle in a deficit in particular. And we can do it at maintenance and that is a way to not gain fat when you do it, but it's much, much, much slower because we don't have that energy surplus. So muscle gaining requires some form of energy surplus, which is in contrast to fat loss, which is what requires an energy deficit. So they're kind of the two absolute basics to muscle growth. You need a stimulus and you need an energy surplus to encourage your body to create new mass. So like I said, that does get rid of a bit of the nuances to it and it boils it down to its main points, but hopefully you guys understand that. So given that we need a surplus for energy, how do we do that? We do that with food. So you're going to have to eat more food to give your body that surplus. And that is where the fat gain fear, I think, comes in. And completely understand it, like I said, it is scary when it is drilled into us to consistently be smaller, to kind of switch your mindset and then focus on getting bigger. Um, But yeah, that's what we'll be addressing. 
So I have just mentioned you can build muscle at maintenance. Now, if you are absolutely terrified of fat gain, start here. There's no point going into a surplus if it's just mentally too challenging. Start at maintenance, train hard, organize your nutrition so it supports you in the best way possible. So prioritizing your protein, your carbs, eating around your training, etc. And I will say, if you're completely new to training, start maintenance. You've got such a good period where you have what's called newbie gains, where you make great progress that you don't need a surplus. You can start at maintenance and see amazing progress. But if you've been training for a while and if you want to put your body in a more optimal state to build muscle, that's where we need that surplus. And that is what I'm gonna talk you through now. So, a few key points. You should absolutely go into a build for a minimum of 12 weeks. I would not bother doing a build if it was less than 12 weeks. Ideally, it would be more like the four to six month plus mark, going up to 12 months and beyond if you're happy with your body while you're doing it, why stop? So to minimize fat gain, you're gonna to want to take a conservative approach. So a kind of an average approach would be to increase your calories 10 to 20% above maintenance. If you weren't too bothered about a little bit of fat gain, that's a moderate approach. A conservative approach, you're going to want to increase your calories by five to 10% above your maintenance mark. So it's quite small. If you look at like the average woman who's maintaining on around 2000 calories, you'll be increasing to 2,100 to 2,200. So it's a small, small increase. And I would talk to the client about that and kind of converse with them and decide a figure that they're comfortable with as a starting point. And once we've done that, we sit there and we monitor it. So whilst we're sitting there, we're also nailing your nutrition. We're on a great plan that's designed for muscle growth. It's specific to your goals and the muscles you want to build. We're prioritizing our protein intake. We're eating before and after our training to fuel and refuel. We're training close to failure, using progressive overload, all that jazz that I've spoken about before and we'll speak about in future podcasts as well. And we're just seeing how it goes. So whilst we're doing all of that, we're gonna monitor your weight at the same time across the space of about one month. And we're looking for a small increase on the scale. So remember that muscle is new mass. We want to see the scale go up. That is the desire of the phase. So to keep it fairly minimal, we'll be aiming for an increase of half a percent to 1% of total body weight per month. So that is quite a conservative increase. It could be half a pound to a pound. Very, very minimal. And remember, it's not gonna be all body fat. A lot of it will be additional food, additional glycogen, water weight, and muscle mass as well. So that is a conservative approach. If you're going for the more moderate approach, you'd be looking for a one to 2% increase on the scale. So like I said, we monitor. And as well as using your scale weight, it's really important to look at measurements, pictures, energy levels, your performance, your strength gains. So we're not just honing in on one thing. The scale is a great tool, but it is not the only tool to establish your progress. So if at the end of that month, your weight has stayed the same, essentially we are not in a surplus yet. We have bumped your calories up, but you're still sitting at maintenance. And we may have just increased to the upper end of your maintenance unknowingly, because ultimately this is a bit of guesswork, or you entered a surplus and then your body adapted to it by increasing your NEAT levels. So that would be your body increasing the amount you move without you even realizing essentially. So it's kept you at maintenance. If that's the case, we increase again by about 100 calories. If you have seen a scale increase um, that we want to see in that half a percent to a percent range, then you would hold there until it stabilizes, until you stop seeing the scale go up, and then you would increase again by another 50 to 100 calories and repeat the same process. And then on the flip side of that, if you have seen the scale go up a little bit too quickly than what you wanted, do not freak out. Either sit where you are and wait for it to stabilize or reduce by about 50 calories. And again, stay where you are, 
watch if it stabilizes or reduces down to a slower rate of weight gain. So that is the general advice on a conservative calorie surplus. And if any of you guys came here from my post on Instagram, you'll see that I put a little note on there to say that for you to gain one pound of body fat, you would need to eat in excess of 3,500 calories above your maintenance to just gain that one pound. So in one day, you'd have to eat five and a half thousand calories just to put on one pound of body fat. So across the course of the month, if you're having an extra one or 200 calories each day, it would probably take you about a month to gain that pound, which is quite a significant amount of time. And a pound is really not much body weight at all. And again, remember weight gain does not equal fat gain. You are gaining muscle whilst you are doing this. Your muscles are gonna have more energy stores in them. That is gonna make you weigh more. You're gonna be eating more carbohydrates, which again, comes with water retention. It makes you weigh more. So please remember that whilst you're doing this and try not to freak out. It's really important to not freak out when you see the scale go up and suddenly want to quit and jump back down into a deficit to lose it. That is essentially how people make no progress because you're constantly flicking from one goal to the next and not really committing to one thing. You need to kind of go all in with this like you do with fat loss and commit to the goal long-term. If you do have a bit of a wobble and you don't have a coach there to help you, then what I would do if you really needed to was just decrease back to maintenance. That way you're not knee-jerk reacting and kind of hindering your progress and getting rid of it. You're just moving back to maintenance for a while before you potentially go back into that surplus when you're mentally a little bit more prepared for it. And if you're going through the whole muscle building process and feeling worried that, you know, I'm not I'm not building muscle, it is gonna be all body fat, then please know that it's completely normal to worry about that. And sometimes it's quite hard to see your progress in a build because we don't really see it until we enter that fat loss phase at the end. I mean, that's not, the, that's not the case for everyone. Some people do visually see their muscle mass, especially if you're on the leaner side when you start this process, but you might not necessarily see all of your progress and gains until you get to the end and decide to do a bit of a fat loss phase to, to lose any excess body fat you have gained. But please also remember any excess body fat you might gain is temporary. It can be temporary and it can be lost coming from someone who has done a couple of bulks where I've gone aggressive and I have gained a lot of body fat with that it can absolutely be lost in a fat loss phase and it doesn't have to be something that is permanent so please keep telling yourselves that to try and rationalize in your minds but with this approach you're not going to do that I was in a very aggressive bulk I was eating close to 3,000 calories a day on top of that I wasn't sleeping well my recovery was poor my hunger was insanely high. Like I was still hungry eating that much food. It wasn't a very good time for me to bulk, but at the time, honestly, I just didn't care. I was so busy um, with like my business and clients. I was just like, screw it. I'll just keep going and deal with it later. But that will not happen to you because you're not going into it with that intention, that mindset. I was kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. But if you do worry that you're only gaining fat, just take a step back and look. Are you nailing your nutrition? Are you nailing your training? Do you feel good? Is your strength going up in the gym? If you can answer yes to those questions, you're most likely doing just fine. If like me, life happened and you were too busy, your training was poor, it was inconsistent, you weren't recovering, you were always sore, then maybe it's time to take a step back. But that doesn't happen very often to people in bulks unless you're in a situation like me because bulks usually make you feel a lot better in yourself and your energy levels go through the roof and your training gets so much better. And that's what I want you guys to really focus on when you're doing this because I don't think anyone loves seeing the scale go up. Not many people have the goal of weight gain that often in their lifetime. So it can be a bit of an adjustment, but try to focus on all those positive things that are happening. So it's really exciting a, to see what you're capable of, to see your strength goals being achieved in the gym, your performance increasing, 
um, the food freedom you get as well, like so much food freedom. When women restrict so much, I think it's hard to understand just how much freedom you can have when your calories are a little bit higher. You don't really have to worry about going out with friends and incorporating food you love. It can all be done. And this is also a good time to work on your relationship with yourself, getting comfortable, not associating you know, your body image or self-worth with the scale when it does go up. And it's also quite hard to work on your relationship with food when you are chasing being smaller. So now when you do a build, it's a really good time to, to work on that a little bit as well if that's what you feel like you need. So yeah, focus on the positives. There's so many. You don't really experience that or realize that until you actually go into that building phase. And as a coach, if there is anything I can encourage more women to do, it would be to do an extended building phase at least once in their lifting journeys. It's such a great way to push yourself, get out of your comfort zone and actually see what you are capable of. So we're coming towards the end of this podcast. Hopefully you've had a few take home points from it. Just to summarize, we won't ever completely mitigate fat gain altogether, but you can absolutely do a build where you minimize it. Go conservative, go for that 1% increase on the scale, go for the five to 10% increase in calories. And ultimately, if you feel like you're gonna struggle to do this on your own, you might need an accountability partner, whether that is a friend that you're doing this with or a coach. It of course can be a very nerve wracking process to go through and a building stage is a great one to have a coach in to take you through this process, be a second set of eyes for you to tell you that you're doing a good job, be objective about things, rationalize with you that you're not gaining body fat. So if you would like that level of support, then please um, do drop me a message. It can be on Instagram or via email at evapartridgefitness at gmail.com. And I really hope that this podcast has encouraged more of you to go into a building phase. And I would love to be kept in the loop by those of you that do. So if this is you, again, drop me a message. I'd love to know how you get on with it all and watch your journey whilst you're doing it as well. So thank you for listening. Hopefully you guys stick around for future podcasts. I will be discussing muscle building in a lot more depth over the next few that I do.